do an intro for this one too. God damn it. Um, okay. Hi. This is probably where Meg was like being like, you guys need to be more structured. <laughs> okay. That, we did get feedback. Hey, we got two feedbacks. Yeah. Okay. We, we did get two feedbacks and they were the opposite of each other. Which is not <laughs> at all. Okay. Okay. Um, now. You gotta help me out here, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. This will be the intro. Okay. It's gonna be great. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Oh. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Oh man. Oh well. Well, welcome. What? What? Yeah, welcome. Come on in. Have a seat. What? Welcome to the worst day of my life. My yeah. name. My name's Cherish. Oh, and I'm Megan. Oh, and uh. Uh, welcome. <laughs> That's the best one we've ever done. <laughs> That's so sad. But it is. I think it is. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Um. Wait, yeah, well, I think we should talk about... Are we recording? Um, I can cut it out. It's okay. fine. Okay. Um, some weird, like... Should we go into like weird, maybe this is too soon, like sex, weird sex stories? No, I think, I think weird sex stories would be, would be great. Um, maybe, maybe we can like, um, tell embarrassing, um, like just like bad, like moments of, even if it wasn't like a, I don't know, like a full blown, like boning situation of like uh, like bad attempts or like people trying to be like you know put like the moves on you and it just uh -huh. like doesn't react well with your like you're not feeling the same you're not reciprocating the same feelings of chemistry or whatever no oh well <laughs> I can make a day pretty fucking bad I feel like <laughs> or a night um yeah well that that only brought up like uh like scary things for me. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, never mind. But I mean, it is, yeah, it's like, um, yeah. Um, I have the, the email that I can read about the girl that had to, um, shit on the side of the freeway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. The so, um, we're definitely going to read that. Um, I don't feel like I have any good like well, stories, but like a that's weird, fine. like I can a just weird, creepy guy that was like had a unreciprocated feelings where you had to like tell somebody that you're not into them, maybe even Oof. or like I don't know if you've been in that kind of like where you're like because I was actually I was talking about it with Kenny the other night about how he was saying like one of the things that he feels like really bad about that he has like never gotten over was. Um, when he went to like a uh, like a high school dance with like the girl that like lived down the street or whatever, mm -hmm. and at the end of the dance, like he just like reached out to shake her hand and was like, "Well, you know, like thanks for a nice dance," because uh -huh. like, he wasn't he wasn't into it. Yeah, but that her like he just saw her eyes like she just like it was just like an awkward like he's like he just felt like it was like a he felt like it was like a dick move like mm -hmm. based especially like off the reaction that he got from that or whatever and. He, like, I guess still hasn't gotten, oh gotten over the fact that he still feels bad about it. Um, some, I guess, like, whatever, 20-something years later. See, my problem is that, like, I'm uh, so, I've always been so afraid of, like, 
breaking people's hearts uh-huh. that I just get married to them and just let oh. them ruin my life. <laughs> Gosh. Because <laughs> I didn't learn until I was, you know, two divorces in. Like, you know, if it's of like not like not going that great, you should probably just end it. You know. Yeah. Don't um don't just keep thinking it's gonna get better someday. Right. Like prolong um something. Yeah. It's always just, I think it's always just better. Definitely just like honesty is the best policy, but it's not always easy just to like straight out, you know, especially be like, kind of like very, like, so, um, God, what is the word? Like callous. Well that, yeah. Or, um, I'm always wrong with you. I always guess the wrong word. Oh no, no, it's okay. But it's, it's fine. No, I can't think of, yeah. I can't like think where I was going. (laughs) No, it's all right. Oh my God. No, listening back to these podcasts, like, over and over again, like I have been, because I'm just trying to edit them or whatever. Yeah. I interrupt you so much, and I, like, try to, like, think of what word you're thinking of, but I know why I do it. Yeah. But it's super obnoxious. I don't, I've never found it obnoxious. Okay. (laughs) I think it's obnoxious, and it's probably because it's my, I'm listening to my own voice, you know, so it's like, you're the worst, but, um, but I do it because with Patrick's, like, Mm-hmm. brain injury that's what he can never think of of yeah. the word and so he wants me to like right. think of it for him and I'm always right with him yeah and he always appreciates it yeah no <laughs> so I, I mean <laughs> shut up no it's okay I I I do also like because I do get stuck like lost on a word okay and um I do appreciate it <laughs> even if it's the wrong word <laughs> okay but sometimes that also helps me figure out the right word too because then I'm like I don't know, but <clears throat> I don't, I've never been like, God damn, the church is always interrupting with me trying to, you know, insert the right word and <laughs> that really fucking pisses me off and okay, like secretly behind your back, like talking shit about, about you to everybody I know. I was really <laughs> concerned. She's a bad, really bad interrupter. <laughs> Such a bitch. I was really worried about that. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. I'll let you know if I feel like you're doing Thank that. Thank you. But, I'd, I'd appreciate that. But I do got self-awareness or whatever. And yeah. I don't like listening to myself. Oh, my God. I know. Things. I can't. But... I do a lot of likes and ums, and that's what... I oh, mean. constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves about myself, because my, like, my mom does it, too. She does really long, long ums. <laughs> and then she goes... She says she has, like, what's called... And she refers to as a... Um, an outer body experience uh-huh. where she's like, just like gone. Like, like yeah. She, and you can kind of see it happen. Uh-huh. It's like her, like everything just like went in a balloon, like flying yeah. up into the sky. Yeah. But, um, and she's just like lost and like a weird, but yeah, she says she's having an outer body experience. <laughs> but when she talks, she does that same sort of like, she's kind of, it seems like she's also having like many outer body experiences. Are you saying Isn't outer body? Outer. Out of. Out- Oh, am I saying, did I, I probably said out of body experience, but. No, out of is correct. Oh, it is? Uh-huh. Okay. Out well, maybe I was saying outer. You were. Outer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it means the same thing, though. <laughs> really. Think about it. Yeah. So, yeah. But I try to, I try to pay attention to it just because I, I feel like I can do that, too, a lot. And, uh. And, like, I remember hearing, yeah, something, somebody somewhere out there was saying that that's, like, it just makes you sound, like, unintelligent when you, right. like, constantly can't just, you know, just say. Spit it right. out. Right. <laughs> I and can't, though. I can write just <sighs> fine when I have time to think about things and I yeah. can plan it out and edit it and change it and whatever. Yeah. I can write 
quite eloquently. I believe it. I can, I speak like shit. Yeah. Like maybe we shouldn't have a, a mouth. maybe we shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're just realizing that we're like um, we're terrible at talking. <laughs> um, yeah, feedback, feedback, yeah. feedback's appreciated. Yeah, I've gotten that. <laughs> um, well, I, I know we're not the only people that have this, you know, this kind of like feeling. Affliction. Yes, affliction. <laughs> of yeah, that's right. Like yes, you did, you did. Fuck. But like yeah, it's like getting like brain to mouth or whatever seems like the longest voyage ever mm -hmm. for some reason <laughs> like, there's but a lot yeah of stuff. there's a lot of humps and lumps in between the um <laughs> there's a lot of lovely lady oh, lumps what's the word I'm trying to... <laughs> there's a lot of obstacles oh yes in the <laughs> degrees in here <laughs> <laughs> probably okay. i just checking <laughs> i actually cranked sophie's up to also a oh she does not like to be hot either oh no yeah. okay maybe i should go can yeah. you pause go ahead um, yep pause. Here, i'm gonna one thing <laughs> one thing one just boring thing i was gonna just talk to you about today or just about my my life. Oh yeah, the thing that happened. Oh my god, yes. yes. Okay, I'll tell you okay. about that first, and I'll tell okay. you about the other thing. Okay. So I had my first really, really, really bad day at work ever since I've been self-employed. Which Whoa, is that's pretty good. Yeah. Like I've so I'm a I'm a photographer. I've been doing it for like seven years now. And just had my first bad experience. And it was totally my fault. Okay, so uh, you know Mima Mounds? Yes. We had our photo shoot there. It's this mom and her two sons, and um, one of them's 20 years old, and he's just moving out and, like, going to live with his dad in Longview. And then the other son's 13. So, um, but she just wanted to get these pictures to kind of, like, get pictures with her boy before he, like, moves away. Because she's, yeah. like, really sad about it. She, like, loves him and wants him to stay. Oh. Super sweet. Anyway, um, we're taking pictures. And she's got this really, she's a redhead, uh -huh. for one. Which is, like, my favorite thing in the world to shoot. And she's got, like, wavy, like, long, wavy red hair. And it's really pretty. Like, it looks like the, um... Did you ever see that Disney movie Brave? Oh, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She had, yeah. like, that kind of just really pretty hair. And um, she was wearing, like, a dark green dress, which is, like, like perfect on redheads, right? Yeah. So um, she had this, like, big bulky sweater over it. And I was like, you got to let me hold your sweater. Like, I'm sorry. You're, like, that dress is just amazing out here and whatever. Yeah. Everything's perfect. Everything goes great. Like, I, I going in, I'm thinking like, what am I going to do with two grown boys and their mom? You know, it's like a weird situation to try to pose because you don't want them to look like a couple. Right. You don't want them to look like a weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it worked out great. Like we did a good job. I was like really happy with the work. And halfway through, um, I'm taking just portraits of the boys alone. Yeah. And I'm taking portraits of the older son, the 20 year old. And I noticed that he's got his phone and his wallet in his front pockets. Oh, and I was like, yeah. hey, uh, that looks weird, just so you know, and it's going to drive me nuts later when I'm editing it. You want me to hold your phone and your wallet for you? 
I've got this big ass fanny pack, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of putting it in the fanny pack, I put them in the mom's sweater pocket. She has these big, deep yeah. pockets in her sweater and I have her sweater like draped around my neck and yeah. I'm walking around with it like that. Right, right. So we do the whole session. It's great, wonderful. I give the mom back her sweater and the 20 year old has his hand out to me for his phone and wallet. And I go, oh, it was it was in the sweater. Yeah. And the mom goes, it's not in the sweater. <gasps> oh, gosh. My oh, heart sank. Oh, I was like, gosh. yeah. So this place, for those who are not familiar, which I'm sure is probably everybody doesn't know what Mima Mounds is. It's this place in Washington. It's like a um, big open, what is it, natural, air, natural preserve or something like that. Yeah. Which yeah. I just found out you're not supposed to be walking around on there, which is terrible. I'm never doing it again. I'm so sorry. Oh, gosh, yeah. But <laughs> we did. Anyway, um... It's basically, it's this, like, geological phenomenon where something about ice caps melting and Mm -hmm. shooting up through the rock, something made all of these mounds all over this place. So it's like a big open field that's covered in small hills everywhere. Yeah, like little bulbous. Yeah. Like breasts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All over the field. breasts as far as the eye can see. (laughs) And... It's um, it's really cool looking. It's really weird looking. I like taking pictures there. I usually just stay to one mound because I don't want to go stomping around all over the place. But when we were out there, it's super, super bright and sunny, which is not what I was expecting, right? So like yeah. the time that I chose of day, I was expecting more clouds, less sun. So I kept having to like have them duck kind of under some mounds to get some shade. And, and anyway... We were we went all over the place more than I usually would have ever. Yeah. So we Yeah. So as soon as they we realized that we had dropped it, we're like, okay, where did he hand it to me? Mm-hmm. And all of these mounds look the same. Yeah. You know? It yes. all looks it's just like a big brownish yellow field of a whole bunch of the same size, same shape hills. Uh. And I mean, you can kind of figure out where you are based on that, like, little observatory tower thing or whatever. But I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't paying attention to that when I'm walking around taking pictures. Like, I'm putting people in good light, and then I'm moving them to good light, and I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, so we just start searching. There's four of us. We were out there for an hour. Oh, re-stepping everything that we had everywhere we had gone, everywhere I had stepped. Like, I fell down at one point. We were, like, oh, no. looking there. It's all right. It happens. Um, but we never found it. And like this, the sun was going down. And this whole time I'm thinking, God damn it. If Patrick was here, mm-hmm. for one, he would have been holding that stuff for me. I never would have dropped it. Never yeah. would have lost it. Yeah. Two, if we did lose something, mm-hmm. he would fucking find it. Yeah. And um, it like, they were super nice about it. And they were like, you know, it's the kid. Oh, he was so like a 20 year old kid, right? Aww, yeah. Their phone is very important to mm-hmm. them. And he was like, it's okay. Like my phone's paid off. I, I was going to get a new one anyway. I'll go get it. All my wallet had in it was my ID and a debit card. I can just cancel my debit card. I'll oh, get a new geez. ID. Yeah. And his mom was like, oh, and maybe we can get you a new vaccine card too, because you have to get your booster. And I was like, fuck, dude, his vaccine card was in there too. So the, uh, 
I felt so bad and they were so sweet. But the whole way home, I was like super beating myself up. Like yeah. you're an idiot. You have a fanny pack that zips on you. You could have put it in there and zipped it shut. That's all you had to do. You know, like why do you do these things? Why, you know, like really beating myself up. And, um, you know, I called Patrick and told him about it. And he's like, you want me to go find it? I'll get out there and find it. And I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, he was like, where were you? Where? And I was like, what do you mean, where was I? There was, we were in the mountains. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And he was, and I was like, this isn't, I was like, I love you so much, but this isn't helping me right now. You know, like you can't go out there and look right now. It's closed. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's really upsetting to me that this happened. Yeah. And like, you're, you know, just stop trying to fix it right now, you know? And he's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I like go home, like take a long bath, whatever. And um, I wake up the next morning and Patrick's gone. Oh, when dang. I wake up. Yeah. So I call him and I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for Mima Mounds to open. I'm going to go find that kid's wallet and phone. And I was like, you don't even know where we were. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, you were like right in the, right by that observatory thing right and I was like for a second but we were all you know all over the place and I was like Patrick the four of us who knew where we walked looked for an hour yesterday and yeah. didn't find any trace of it he's like it's okay it's okay I'll find it he fucking found it oh my god <laughs> what the heck I don't know so all he had so I took, I like um, Googled Mima Mounds uh -huh. and found a picture, like an aerial view picture of it. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I went on Google Maps yeah. and did the like satellite picture and like zoomed into where the like observatory was. So you had like a point of reference. Yeah. And then I just like drew, like doodled a big dumb circle and I like put an X in the spot where the kid handed me his phone and wallet. Yeah. And then just, yeah, just drew a big circle like this was kind of where we were I think Whoa. I don't know he found it like on the outside of that zone that I made even like I was wrong wow but he found it in like half an hour oh my gosh and he called and he was like guess what and I was like no oh my gosh how I, I told know. the people and they were like no way yeah how did he do that and I was like I don't know <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> But, like, <laughs> that is insane. I'm going to give him the, if he wants to come down to he here, mm -hmm. um, like, <clears throat> this guy lost his, like, diver, like, a diver flashlight or something. He was, like, um, over by, like, in the dunes or whatever, because I guess he was, like, mushroom hunting. Oh. And he brought it to us with, like, kind of just sort of semi-coordinates of, like, where he had been walking around. Um, but he was offering a $75 yeah. reward. Jesus. So we should give that to Patrick. And yeah. Like, Here, here's another. Because it seems like he, he probably enjoys that he does. kind of challenge. It's like, it's another thing that I love so much about him. I yeah. feel like I'm fucking talking about him all the time on here. So okay. probably annoying to people. But um, but in my my bad relationship with husband number two, um one of the things that we would fight about is that so i i have add and i will i will lose things all the yeah. time i'll have something in my hand and then i look and it's gone and i don't know what i did with it it just it's part of it it sucks it happens yeah. a lot and 
with husband number two, he would shame me so hard every time I lost anything. He would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you stupid? You just had it. I know you just had it. Right. What Were your eyes closed? Like, what? Like, how could you possibly lose that? Right. Like, you moron. And it, like, now, I've, it still happens sometimes where I'll lose something and I feel that, like, that, like, drop in my heart like where I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to be in trouble. But I've like, I've been working on just saying, Patrick, I, I lost something very important and expensive Yeah, and I need help finding it. And right. he's like, Oh, okay. I'll find it for you. And he yeah, fucking he finds it every it. time. He loves it. <laughs> it's the perfect partner for you. He, he, yeah, it I really mean, is. Yeah. I love guess, trying to guess what word he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he loves finding your stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect, like, tit for tat or whatever. Uh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yeah. yours. Or... So I met, yeah, I met them the next day with the wet. <sighs> it had rained, of course, all that, yeah. all that night. But, yeah, all of his stuff was in there. And, and they were so sweet about it. They were so nice. Those, mm. they were awesome. But, um, yeah, that was a shitty day yeah. for me. I can tell. I would. would You're like, like you're like a um, tomato shade of red. Just right now. I think it's the wine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You were just like, I just see you like, you're like, um, freaking out. Should I let that creature out of there? Yeah, sure. He might need to go. Stinky, winky. Okay, we're we're gonna take a quick break so Stinky Winky can pee pee. I'll go outside. Oh, like the only oh, like, Stan. Is it getting less hot in here? Yeah. Okay, I, tr- I turned the, the heat down. tolerable. That's so much shit. Oh, God. What is it with old ladies wanting to be so hot all the time? I don't know. I don't know. It's <sighs> my thyroid gland. <laughs> What is it about old ladies talking about their thyroid glands? Yeah. So I told you I'm seeing that new therapist, right? And she's yes. like, she's super cool. But I saw her again, like, the day after that whole incident. Oh. <laughs> so I, like, you know, talked to her about it and talked to her about, like, um, how, you know, I was kind of, like, beating myself up, up over it and stuff. But we started talking about... ADD and like the things that I can do in the meantime while I can't like take my medication. Right. And and she was saying that um, one of the things that could be helpful for me is to really just be in the moment. Because one of the things that I do, one of the reasons why I don't remember anything <laughs> that happens in my life yeah. is because while it's happening, I'm thinking about everything else that I have to do while I'm doing it. So like, um, like when it's podcasting time, like just focusing on that, not thinking mm-hmm. about what I've got to do after it, not thinking about like my drive home, not thinking about anything like that. When I'm working, mm-hmm. like editing photos, I'm editing photos. And that's what, because what happens is when I'm out in the office and I'm working, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about Scout and Patrick and like what I'm missing out on and what they're doing and mm-hmm. like feeling like I'm like leaving her, you know, to go work or whatever and not really just like enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. And then when I'm with them, I'm just thinking about all the work that I have to do and like mm-hmm. ha- all this shit that I have to get done and like how, how am I going to get it? And then I'm not enjoying my family time. I'm right. just thinking about what else I have to do. And it's not, it's not helping anything yeah. by thinking about that stuff, you yeah. know? 
all it does is like fuck my brain up more. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying really hard, even, even like while like breastfeeding scout and stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm, I usually like, will scroll through something or, you know, watch Mm -hmm. a TV show or something while I'm nursing her. But I've really been like stopping that and just really like just focusing on it and like, cause it's going to be gone really soon. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I just want to, I want to remember it. But um, that might be helpful, maybe, trying yeah. to do that. Just like, you know. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably a good recipe to not have the worst day of your life. <laughs> Tell me a story. Um, let's see here. Worst day of your sexual life. <laughs> I think that the worst day of my sexual life was there was this guy, I... Uh, my my best friend growing up was um, uh, my friend Julia, and she lived the next door to my grand my grandparents' house in Tucson. And I met her when we were like still in diapers. Like I think I was probably like maybe like a little over a year old, but we were like the same age. By like she was born in August, I was born in October, so we're like really close in age. So when my family would go to Tucson to visit or they would like, you know, have me stay there during summers or holidays or whatever, I'd always like hang out with her. And then we were like pen pals or whatever. So she was just kind of like a best friend growing up. And then uh, so with that also, like I had friends that were her friends that lived here, family, like her cousins and there's this one guy that um, I had known since I was just a little, little kid. Like we used to swim together and whatever. So I ended up like knowing him throughout the years, maybe like losing track of him or us losing track of each other for years. And then uh, like kind of meeting up again, like mm-hmm. later in age. I think we even went, I think we might, might've went to high school together. Yeah, we went to high school together. Anyway, like I didn't know, but like as we got older, like I guess he, like he had like, we had like a mutual like crush on each other. So we ended up like, um, trying to have like a hookup and it seemed great. Cause we were just like, what, you know, childhood friends, whatever mm-hmm. had crushes on each other. Um, like it was going to be like a good like hookup, but, um, but then it, uh, the night of the hookup, <laughs> um, there was a lot of like, uh, Hopefully Sophie has her headphones on hard. Um, There's like a lot of like pounding. Like there was a lot of like on your back, leg spread eagle, and then like rapid pounding. (laughs) Which was like a very, very intense, but his... That's an odd technique. Yes. His his penis Uh (laughs) slipped out and then... Dad, my butthole oh, so no. hard, so hard that it, like it, it did something like burst a hemorrhoid or something, and it looked like a crime scene. It literally looked like a crime scene on his bed. There was blood everywhere, like a pool of blood. Like my butthole would not stop bleeding. And obviously that put a damper on um, because then he was like felt really horrible. Like he hurt me. Like it wasn't even an intentional. It wasn't like an aggressive. Like, we were just mutually, like, really hyped up and, like, into each other. So it was, like, a mutual thing of, you know, intensity. 
But, um, but yeah, like the fact that, uh, that, that happened, um, oh and then God. he wouldn't like talk to me after that, <laughs> but I remember it was like so horrible because we, around that time there was like this joke going around, like I think at work or like, or somewhere where people were like, Oh, that guy's walking like he just got out of jail or whatever. And, and it you was were... just like, but I was a pizza delivery driver, like at the time. And I remember, like, having, like, one time, like, having to do, like, a delivery of a pizza that, like, I, I got lost with the address. So I ended up, like, walking around, like, blocks, like, holding, like, pizzas. But I was, like, walking, like, like, I kept thinking about that whole joke oh. over and over again. Like, that horrible, like, he's walking like he just got out of jail. Because uh -huh. that's, like, how yeah. I was how you were, um, having you were... to walk for, like, weeks. Oh, no. And, um... It was a hemorrhoid? I think, yeah, because around that time, because it was, like, after, yeah, I'd started developing, like, the hemorrhoids or whatever, and that, um, this is gross, <laughs> um, you know, fast forward or whatever, if we're keeping this in the <laughs> podcast story, um, but, yeah, it was, like, around that time, I'd started developing, like, hemorrhoids, and the first one that I got, I thought I had, like, actual, like, a, like a tumor, and I remember, like, making my mom, like, look at my butthole. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, tell me what she thought was, because I was, like, super freaked out. Um, but it was really gross. It was, like, the size of, like, a cherry. And so, um, <laughs> that, that was. Ow! Yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, the hemorrhoids are not fun. Oh! <laughs> I've never had one, but that sounds horrible. No, they're not good because you can have like internal ones, external ones. Like it's just not um, hemorrhoids are not. A, that's another. Like I feel like I've always kind of had grandma problems because I was thinking like the hemorrhoids, and then my thyroid problems started when I was like nineteen. Grandma like, problems. I started already having gray hair. I think when I was like still in high school. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm just yeah, I had all like the elderly. Oh. Um, problems but, holy shit uh but yeah that was probably like the but then um i don't know how like how dark or go we want to go yeah go for but, it but um the make it weird okay well this this is this is pretty embarrassing too um was when um i there's this guy that i worked with um i had i guess i had a promiscuous period of time it's like around the same probably around the same time yeah. but um there's this guy that I worked with and he he was a little bit older like not too much older but he was like really super tall kind of almost kind of like ogreish but like kind of at the time nice. like I thought he was cool because he was like into like, like a um, hot ogre well yeah well he was like into like bones and shit <laughs> <laughs> no making soups no it okay. was just like like he was in a band like mm -hmm. you know he just kind of had that like sort of like i don't know that's all it took back then i'm sure yeah i think that's pretty much what it was yes and so um this is really embarrassing and i don't want to like throw other people under the bus but i'm gonna have to bring up my brother um so i was like sleeping with this guy for a period of time like i guess we were dating or whatever and he kept like pushing the like um anal like mm. he just kept wanting to have anal anal Why? anal and i was what just like is it? i don't know but i was just like anal is not good for me <laughs> like, yeah <it's>, it causes <laughs> butthole bleeding 
<laughs> Listen, I've tried it. Yeah. It was messy. Uh-huh. Not into trying it again. Yeah. Diarrhea or or bleeding out of my butthole is it's anal. Like, oh. Is all it, that comes to my mind when it's like not sexy. Anyway. No. So I got really tired of him like constantly pushing the issue. So I decided to say like, okay, like I will consider maybe even just trying that. If you're willing to let me um, put my vibrator up your butthole. Right. That's a fair, that's a fair exchange, I would yeah. say. So I had this vibrator that my coworker actually had given to me for my birthday as like a gag gift, but it was called Purple Passion. And it was just like, <laughs> this just, it wasn't even anything cool. Like it was just like this, I don't know, it looks like a giant bullet. Uh-huh. Um, and What's a cool, what's a cool? I don't know. It, just, it didn't have any like grooves or like. Or any, like the like, little, the thing, the things that stick clitoral, off of it. Like, yeah. Clitoral, yeah. Clit, clitoris stimulator right. or whatever. It wasn't even cool. All right. Beads or anything like that. Boring. But, boring. But it was called Purple Passion. Okay. And um, so I annually penetrated him with that and he actually like thoroughly enjoyed it and was like then now asking for it like by request. Oh. Like every time, which in and of itself, like totally forgotten about wanting to do that, right. which is great in a sense, right. but it was just like, oh man, like I gotta like break this out yeah. again, gotta find the lube. Yeah. And then- um, Batteries we, are dead. Oh yeah. yeah. And then it fell on the ground and he stepped on it and then it was ruined forever. Mm. But what I later found out was that apparently my brother, while he was going through his own sort of like teenage pubescent years, was curious to know what um, something might feel <gasps> like by penetrating themselves uh-huh. um, in their own butthole. He had apparently found Purple Passion <gasps> and had, um, I guess, been experimenting <gasps> um, in his high school years put it up his own butthole, never, of course, bothered to wash it. Oh, no. (laughs) No. No. So that was the... How did you find out about that? Um, Because, like, weirdly, my brother and I have, like, a very open... um, We have a very open relationship when we talk about, like, you know, um, things that have happened. Uh Uh-huh. And so I think I was telling him that story. And then it was, like, years later, and he felt the need to confess... His, um, cause he always felt, I guess, guilty about it and weird. And so, yeah, he like tried to get his conscience clean. So, oh my um, God. But yeah, he, my brother used to call me like all the time with like, um, my favorite was when he thought that he got this girl pregnant by, uh, well, he told me, he called me up asking me advice on how to like get a hold of the morning after pill. And I was like, well, what the hell? Like, why aren't you using protection? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you needing to worry about the morning after pill? Because, of course, like, I was, like, you know, like, the older sister would be, him. like, yeah. And then he was, like, well, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even ejaculate in her, Megan. Megan. Like, uh, I actually, like, um, I, I um, came on her, her chest. And I was, like, so you came on her chest, but you think that you, she might possibly be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't anywhere near her vagina. And he was so convinced that it could have traveled its way, like as if sperm, like oh got legs, God. like developed legs and it's crawled gotta themselves. Got to get to that egg. Yeah, it might have. It might have slid down. It could have just, you know, he's like, I've heard, because he was always like hypochondriac, right. reading about like you know weird stories. So he was thoroughly convinced. He he was so convinced that he bought two morning after pills for that girl just to like wow assure that there was no way Poor that he got her pregnant, guy. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and poor girl, like, like just knowing that somebody is that freaked out, they, they might have impregnated you. They didn't even ejaculate anywhere near you. But what about the, like, like, bye. What about the, like, <laughs> pre-cum and things like that? That could happen. He never penetrated her. Oh! Like, he never had penetration. There was never any penetration at all. He, okay. Yeah, no, he only ever, because he was, like, always having problems with, like, he couldn't hold his, like, it. <laughs> He like who's like oh a two God. man wonder or whatever oh people call people that can't two pump like, chumped yeah he so he didn't even make it oh my God to, his I, penis never went to her vagina or inserted inside wow it. yeah because yeah he used to he was always thinking he like was gonna get like HIV from using a public toilet like, right and stuff oh my God yeah I know nothing about my brother's sex life and I do not want to. <laughs> anything about my brother's sex life none of it none of it yeah a different I, I feel like it's a different world though when you like um when you grow up in a uh conservative christian family upbringing yeah which they've definitely like laxed a lot now but my whole childhood was like you do not think about sex you don't talk about sex you don't yeah it, it's not a thing until after you're married and then you're expected to just do it, you know? Right. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. No. Like, no matter, no matter, like, how church-going we ever were, my mom was, like, always all about, like, um, being very informative, like, overly informative about, like, I, like, I knew where, like, the, like, a man's G-spot was located when I was, like, 13 because, like, she had to, like, give me the 411. <laughs> Yeah, she thought ain't nothing but a G thing was about G spots, oh. and so that she gave her an opportunity to educate me about like G spots mm. and on um, a male and female. Yeah, and like um, all those different kind of oh my god things. But so my twelve year old has learned um, a few terms from you um, accidentally, uh-huh. where like I was driving in the car with her. And you called, and I just, like, answered it from my Bluetooth in my car, and uh-huh. you, like, you were like, well, my stepdad is here, and he's being a real cock block. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's face just, like, spun over to me, and she was like, what is that? I was like, oh, Sophie's in the car, Meg. <laughs> you're on speaker. Now I know to just tell you immediately, you're on speaker. But, um, and then she was I was letting <laughs> oh, her listen to the podcast uh-huh. and not really thinking about because she and I listen to like murder podcasts all the time together and yeah. she loves it. And I wanted her to hear the, your story um, about the crazy dude that you. Um, oh, the, uh, the stinky LGBT yeah. um, hater. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you, you said <laughs> You talk about scissoring in that in that episode, and she so I had to explain to her what scissoring was. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, and then we were at my parents' house should... later, and oh, something. On. There's more. Yeah, something <laughs> happened. I don't remember, but um, I talked about her like learning some new things from our podcast, and she goes like, "What? Like scissoring?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Luckily, my parents had no idea what that was. <laughs> Good. I hope that stays that oh, way. My God, I know. <laughs> so embarrassing. <sighs> so thanks for that. You've taught those things to my child. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. She's <laughs> the coolest. I don't even care. Yeah, yeah. She'll. Um, she might help somebody else out down yeah. the road. Be able to. 
You're yeah. using that word incorrectly. Let me teach well, you a little bit about scissoring. Yeah. I think the other thing too, like with um, like being like um, for those kinds of like certain teenage years, I just, that was like when my dad was already gone, especially like with my brother. So not only like did, uh, like I think I felt like I had to like kind of be that role for him to like, totally. kind of, like let him know like what's up. But it is kind of weird to get like, you know, like phone calls like from um, your brother like, Oh my God, Megan, like, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. I'm just like, uh, what's going on? And then it's like, like, you know, I, I don't know. More. You are always the person to call though. Like if, if something gets stuck inside of you or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or things won't come, stop coming out of you or yeah. you have some new, I love what Patrick did to you the other day. Oh, pretending yeah. He had some sort of what did he say? Um, he had a rash in mm -hmm. between his, um, I think he was like essentially trying to say like his uh, taint, 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 um, taint rash. chode area. Uh, he called you for advice? Yeah, and that I actually like, my gullible ass like believed him for quite a while. He's very, he's really good at that. Yeah, but he's done it to me so, so like so many times that I feel like I should be like, I've learned my lesson by this point. <laughs> Yeah, you and should have. It doesn't really seem like it's uh, happened. It's your own fault. But God, that's so scary. I know. This place is scary. Did you hear that slamming sound, Sophie? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? What? Okay, I was able to deposit my check. Congratulations. Like, I can be, like, I can mellow out now that I can pay my car payment. <laughs> I've just never been late on a payment. I'm usually like a month early and I really don't want to screw that one thing up that I've like not screwed up uh -huh. this entire time. Yeah. Like I want to finish out my loan like on really good terms so that my credit score, even though, yeah. Up into the stars. Okay. All Sophie right. And I, I just, Sophie just learned about credit scores yesterday. We were talking about credit scores. Uh, yeah. Credit scores are an important thing to know about even as young as Sophie because that's the only reason why Savannah has stellar credit is because she got, she figured out credit right away. Mm -hmm. Cause remember she like bought a couch and then like paid that off yeah. and then they get, kept like increasing her. And now she has probably, she could probably buy like a $800,000 house or something. That's why, um, that's what I did was I got a credit card when I was 16 and it was just like $125 limit or something. Yeah. So I just did that. I just put gas in my car with it and then I paid it off at the end of the month and just did that. And then it kept getting bigger yeah. and bigger and, and whatnot. I had no idea about any of that. And then I went out and got like, I got my first credit card when I was like 19. And then I thought it was just free money. Free money. And I maxed it out. Yep. Didn't pay it off. Same with like my Bally's total fitness thing and um, all these other weird things that I let go to collections and then bad traffic infractions. I think I've probably spent like probably a hundred thousand dollars of just trying to like, um, <laughs> clean up your <laughs> clean yeah, up your my wreckage of my past Jesus mainly the Christ. courts mainly to the court system oh god yeah well anyhow let's well let's talk about this we're gonna read the email <laughs> okay read the email are you ready for an email yeah okay you better be ready we only have a couple left and no one's sending us anymore so <laughs> oh geez i'm gonna try to get some of my coworkers because they've got some pretty good ones yes please somebody if you guys have any kind of story, I love um, bad drug experiences. I love um, 
pooping in places that you don't want to have to poop in. I love uh, survival stories. Um, anything like that, send it to uh, the worst day podcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I can never remember that. The worst day podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Okay, so here is uh, one that someone did send to us. Dear ladies at worst day ever. That's not the name of the podcast. I would like to tell you about the legend of Brown Snake and the unfortunate events surrounding it. When I was working at a state hospital in blank, I commuted a quiet 40 miles on I-80. I had just purchased a new Mazda 3 hatchback named White Lightning. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that name. <laughs> it goes well with Brown Snake, though. Brown Snake, okay. White Lightning, as a present to myself for landing my dream job. Little did I know that Mazdas didn't run an extra 30 miles on fumes, much like my Subarus did in the past. I had my coffee in hand and the sun just about to rise in my eyes, and what do you know, my car suddenly turned off. Unfortunate event number one. I thought, what the fuck? I quickly pulled over and attempted to restart my car. It restarted, but then it quickly turned off again. It sunk in that I had just run out of gas. I felt a little panicked, but a little excited as this has never happened to me before. I began laughing at how funny the situation was, but then also the thought of someone stopping to help terrified me. I began to come up with a survival plan. <laughs> it says I'm a murderino at heart. Okay. Uh, I phoned my husband, who was sleeping snugly in our bed with our two-year-old daughter. It took several attempts to wake him. That was unfortunate event number two. Finally, he answered, and I gave him the news, and he was on his way. Meanwhile, I drank my coffee while I waited in the cold early dawn. Cars and semi-trucks were passing me at 80 miles per hour. Ooh, scary. Shaking my little white lightning. Suddenly, I began to have sharp pains in my abdomen. The start of unfortunate event number three. I thought knowingly, oh no. The pain came, sorry, the pain became more and more intense and more persistent. The one day my morning coffee acted as an enema, it had to be this day. I thought surely my husband would arrive in time for me to get back to work to use the restroom. I began to pray. This led to sweating, which then led to planning of how I was going to exercise this demon inside me. Yeah, oh. I hate that feeling. I know that just you got you have you. There's no choice left. No. you have to get it out. Oh. Or it's just gonna yeah come out on its own. Yeah. <laughs> In the pants or out of the pants, your choice. Okay. Unfortunate event number four. I was going to have to shit on the interstate eighty. No way around it. Uh, I finally resigned to the reality that this was happening. Waiting much longer would end badly for my pants and or my new car seats. At the same time, I couldn't help but laugh at how hysterical this predicament was. <laughs> how? I mean, it's funny now. It's not I funny while it's happening. No. <laughs> Wait a little while for it to be funny. Okay. <laughs> um, We're critiquing this person's, like, um, <laughs> unfortunate yeah. out moment. So you should have done this. Yeah. You idiot. Okay. I got out of the car panicking, saying, this is happening, this is happening, and waddled over to the passenger side, opened the door. I couldn't squat down fast enough, and when I did, it came out in one solid push. Ay, ay, ay. 
Like the beautiful moment of childbirth when the baby is finally let free of the cavity it has resided in and everyone smiles. <laughs> That's such a, like, a wonderful image. So poetic. Yeah. <laughs> the release was indescribable. I thanked God in that moment, reassured I knew he had a plan for me. Now that I had released the demon, I had only wax paper car mats available. Unfortunate event number five. You know, the kind they give you when you purchase a new car. My car was so new, it had I hadn't yet stocked it with napkins or baby wipes. How much worse could this get? Well, it gets worse. Finally, my husband pulled up. I quickly approached him to give him a heads up about what was residing on the ground on the passenger side. It was literally steaming. Oh, my god! And only halfway covered in dirt. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. This is OMG. So gross. After pissing his pants from laughter, he filled up my gas tank with the gas he had purchased. All of a sudden, a black SUV pulled up beside us. It was my dad. That was all caps. <laughs> periods oh no coincidentally he was on his way to blank town for work and saw us on the side of the road what are the freaking odds unfortunate event number six my dad got out of his car in his business attire and walked towards us luckily my cat-like reflexes stopped him before he stepped in the steaming pile with his brand new ostrich skin boots <laughs> fancy dad dad <laughs> Horrified, he said, oh my hell, what is that? I'm imagining he has a, like a southern accent. Oh my hell, what is that? A poop? <laughs> what are the chances... Okay, I'm done. What are the chances you would pull over where a 400-pound trucker took a shit? That bothers me so bad. Why couldn't they have stepped off the road a few extra feet? Those assholes. <laughs> my husband and I looked at each other giggling. You have to understand that my dad is a proper corporate gentleman with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> what the <laughs> I love it. Uh, a proper corporate. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm mean, just um, a dad in a suit with a handlebar mustache and his ostrich leather. Boots. So yeah, he, ha he has a cowboy hat on, right? Yeah. Okay. He has to. Uh, once he left and we were on our separate ways, I called him. Unfortunate event number seven. I can't keep a lie. When he answered, he ranted for another ten minutes about how inconsiderate truckers can be. In my hysterical laughter, I finally said, Dad, Dad, it was me. I did it. It was my shit. <laughs> and then the, the line went silent for a while before he said, oh, it was as though he, he was taking a generous moment to consider how it was possible that he, <laughs> how he, a classy fellow who never so much as allowed a fart to sneak out at an inappropriate time, was the father to someone who just took a massive shit on the side of the freeway. Sorry, this was so long. I hope it makes it into your podcast. And remember to avoid the worst day ever. It's the worst day of my life. Shit before leaving the house and always keep your tank full. Whitney. Ugh. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that uh, sucks. Um, things like that have definitely happened to Patrick. Yeah. But not me. I know. You still, you still get to uh, ride the... The golden, the golden pea train, <laughs> which somehow oh. also covers um, gastrointestinal events too. Yeah, my daughter, unfortunate gastrointestinal events. My so, twelve-year-old daughter's in the room, so you can't say golden pussy. Yeah, <laughs> Sophie. Oh well, <laughs> I just want to know if she's had an unfortunate gastrointestinal event. Nope. I don't 
she's lucky like her mom. We've got great bowels. <laughs> <laughs> she got strong, healthy bowel genes. Well, that's, well, no, it's good. We'll talk more about um, pooping, I'm sure, the next time on yes. uh, The Worst Day of My Life podcast where we like to talk about poop yeah. a lot. Poop all the way. Ugh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of poop and puke. Poop and puke. Oh, I'll have to tell you about what I did the other night at the Christmas party. Oh, all right. Um, go for it. <laughs> right now? Yeah, tell me. Well, um, so that person I was telling you was like passing around this, this like a weed vape pen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also, she's, she's pretty, she's probably about your height, but she had gotten herself up on, we were like in the, this kitchen area, an outdoor kitchen. She got herself up on like the shelf, not shelf, counter? but like the counter. Yeah. Thank you. Counter. And, uh, she had already told me before ahead of time. She was like, just so you know, um, I can get up. She's like, but I'm not gonna be able to get down. Like, I'll, I'll need help getting down later. Um, like, don't don't leave me here, <laughs> pretty much. And so, me and our other coworker would both like acknowledge, yeah, like we'll help you get down or whatever when the time comes. And so I was like, are you are you ready to get down now? And she's like, no, no, like I'm still cool to hang out for a while. Um, not ready to get down. She's sitting or standing? She's sitting. Oh, she's okay. like, yeah, sitting up on the counter. And um, so, but her legs are like dangling. She okay. couldn't like it was too far of a. You know, she'd been drinking, yeah. like, whatever, um, uh, boozy eggnog or whatever that this woman, Mary, made. So, anyway, she's sitting up there, and so, like, I don't know, some time has passed, and, like, everybody's kind of talking amongst themselves or whatever, and I look over at her, and she's kind of, like, just doesn't look happy, like, yeah. happy at all. And I was like, um, so-and-so, like, are you okay? Like, are you ready to have help getting down? And then she just didn't say anything. And then the other coworker who was like standing on the other side of me, she was like, um, yeah, she's not feeling well. And so like the minute she said that, I just saw her like turn her head and just like, <gasps> like throw up into the sink. And this, <sighs> this is our communal kitchen that the guests oh, no. use. Oh no. And she just vomited every crab that we were eating, oh, crab, no. Dungeons crab, all the, like everybody's potluck sides, everything. <sighs> and then I see her like trying to like, like run the water and like scrape it down from the sides and it's clogging the drain. Oh no. The water is just rising. So I walk over there and I was like, Hey, like, I really don't want to embarrass you. Like I know this is like, you know, cause like, I don't think anybody else had really noticed except for like me and then the other person. And I was like, are you cool with like me helping you like Mm -hmm. with this situation? And then, well, no, it's fine. Luckily, like I've worked in like veterinary clinics and whatever, you know, like had a child and stuff where I don't like stuff like that doesn't gross me out. Yeah. But it was more like, I had to like reach down in that water and like pull all of the like parts of vomit uh, out uh, from the sink drain and then throw them in a bucket uh, and, um, and just keep like scoop, you know, you like keep scooping your hand when stuff, like so much stuff. Cause it's not like, there's not a garbage disposal uh, or whatever. Um, I was just trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Yeah. So I don't know how embarrassing that is. Yeah. Like people like started realizing what had happened. They're gonna be like at a Ew. work yeah, yeah, at a work party too. Yeah. So it's just Oh my like, god, eggnog and crab though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so many other things. And so then yeah, so we get it all in the bucket and we like get it all like wiped out and then 
Um, my other coworker and I like went and got her and like she luckily she was able to take her home or whatever but I felt really bad for her because she she's like doesn't do that kind of stuff I think like that's not her usual like mo to like get to you know like, yeah yeah have too much Accident. or yeah get, you know sick like that um but yeah it was just like but uh managed to keep it under the radar and like nobody really Aww. like I don't think anybody really realized other than good yeah, I was like, you're a good person. Oh well, <laughs> good for you. It wasn't like saying good that, you, that story to be like, I'm a, such a good person. You know what? But it was just like crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just crazy. Like oh. how much like that. That was probably one of her worst days. But yeah. Oh, but it, you were her angel, her well, vomit angel. You know, I felt like it. Well, who else also was going to do that? I don't know. Yeah. And the guests were going to come yeah. at nine in the morning to go probably use the kitchen and like couldn't just sort of leave um, vomit in the sink either. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it could Like who else was going to do? Like oh, excuse me. Like ask. Yeah. Like ask somebody else to do it. Oh. <laughs> like, I think I like claimed responsibility when I witnessed the, yeah. the act. You know. Yeah. So I don't know if that. Makes Makes me a good person. It does I because just, I'm the kind of person that would see it and then just look. You call <laughs> Patrick. The other way. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick. Yeah. I need your help. Oh my god, yes. I he, he's so much better at cleaning up gross things than I am. Yeah, I don't know. I just it just doesn't phase me anymore. I mean, it's just cleaning up so many well, like dog diarrhea ac- accidents and stuff. You yeah. know, like I don't know, like some weird gross like stuff happens in the veterinary clinic and it's just ugh. You can't really. You just become like immune to it. We should, on our next episode, we should talk about weird, gross stuff that's happened in veterinary clinics. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah, like there's some that. good ones. There's okay. some good ones. Later. So, are you still good? Do you want any kind of beverage or snack or anything? Okay. Well, um, thank you. want you. a pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I'm recording. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Megan's offering people pickles. Um, uh, we would love to get emails from you. It's the worst day podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram for some reason, it's just the worst day of my life dot podcast. We have a Facebook group um, where people can go in and talk about you know, things that they heard on, on here that made them think of maybe some terrible things that happened in their own lives. Um, and other than that, please just like, uh, take a moment and comment, <laughs> um, subscribe or, you know, give us some sort of feedback. Cause right, we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You can even like, you know, give us some really harsh, you know, critiques uh, if if that. Tell you know, us that you hate our you hate our voices. We should not be doing this. And uh, yeah, something, anything. Something. We just want to hear from you. We just want to know. I guess I just want to know. Megan's going to keep pretending that it's just us talking together. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. True. Um, true. But anyway, uh, have a good one, and just uh, remember that it could always be worse. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.